0: She, Girl Up, Girls Who Code, and more. I talked with Silin, Turkey's Youth United Nations Ambassador for these organizations, about her experience with activism and tools like social media. It was a lovely conversation, so let's jump in. Awesome, so so wonderful to have you here today. Could you start by just introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about you?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, first of all, it's so lovely to be here. Um, I'm Selin, I'm a 17 year old gender equality activist from Istanbul, Turkey. I am the youngest representative and champion of um, UN Women's Global Gender Equality Movement, he for she, in Turkey. And I'm also one of the 300 young activists who were chosen by the United Nations globally to become gender youth activists and I'm also the founder of the first girl up club in Turkey. Girl up is a campaign started by the United Nations Foundation to help girls build leadership skills and also provide them a safe space where they could advocate for their passions, which I'm very much proud about, proud of. And I am the founder of the first Girls to Code Club in Turkey, where our main mission is to um, teaching the basis of coding to young girls and showing them the fun side of science, because there are so many stereotypes about the STEM field, and it has been brushed under the carpet for so long. Um, and um, I'm proud to say that um, I am the youngest board member of Young BPW Maidens Tower Turkey, Uh, where we write and operate projects to achieve a real gender equality. I'm uh, working with United Nations Girls Education Initiative to transform education. And currently I am doing an internship at Girl Rising, uh, where we focus on SDG four and five, which is equal access to education and gender equality. And our main, main, main focus right now is definitely the um, girls' education who were, um, disrupted by the COVID-19 pandemic.
0: Wow, so you do a lot. You're really passionate <laughs> you. about gender equality, I can definitely see. So why don't we kind of go through each, like, you, you listed out all the things you're doing and all the amazing work, and so for the UN, so you're the, did you say you were the youngest person on there on a task force there?
1: yeah um the youngest representative of the he for she movement
0: yeah what would your position consist of like what's a normal day of thing or, or what the list of things that you would do for them in a given day so um i am trying to be the voice of young
1: girls in turkey and i'm so grateful for UN for giving me this opportunity um so as a he for she representative uh, my job is basically introducing the movement to uh different high schools um helping them to find their inner sparks per se to advocate for their passions because he for she's main goal is to invite men to the movement because they have been cut out of the conversation for so long but gender equality slash inequality is their issue too it's men's issue too so we need all hands on deck if we want to achieve a real change so with he for she i am advocating for gender equality but also i'm trying to raise awareness towards that um so like towards those taboos and yeah i'm trying to inspire and empower our generation because i think our generation is really is full of change makers when we see something we don't like we ha- we need to be the ones who change it that's what makes us really really special
0: and you've also founded the first girl up and girls who code chapters in turkey and i've heard of both those organizations they're both amazing so what was that Thank like you. How did you find out about them and decide this is what i want to do i want to found a chapter here so with
1: um actually to be completely honest um i think society teaches us raises in a way that women should not support women because if we really lift each other up we rise and the society doesn't want that they have this whole amazing patriarchal system going on and even though we talk about empowering each other, supporting each other, they're just words. We don't really take action towards that. We don't really put our times and efforts into to make it happen. And I wanted to take action, but I didn't know what to do. And one day I remember I came across to Girl Up. I believe it was their website or Instagram. And after doing a couple of research, I saw, like i fully understood their intentions it wasn't just you know talking they were actually putting their they're actually sorry they were actually trying to create a meaningful change um and i knew that i wanted to be involved but i saw that we didn't have any clubs in turkey so my motto is what Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. So with that in mind, I have sent an email to Girl Up. I was like, I love this movement and it has to be in Turkey. Like, why don't we have that? And it encouraged me to start my own club. And we I have started Girl Up Istanbul like around four months ago, I believe. It was during the lockdown, actually. And it is so amazing because when you enter the community you truly feel the sisterhood sense i know that there are thousands of young girls from all around the world who will be there for me who are there for me no matter what i know that i have their full support no matter what and it is like i appreciate them so much it's truly inspirational i love girl love and with girls to code um, both of my parents are from the STEM field. So funny enough, because they're like so STEM-focused, I always hated technology. So I didn't really care about it. But after becoming activist and becoming more involved with gender equality-related issues, I have witnessed the misproportion of girls and boys in the robotics field. robotics teams especially not especially like even in my high school my school is so amazing on robotics coding they're they are really really good but even though girls didn't really felt welcomed even though they were in the teams they were more on the pr side they wanted to be they wanted to learn coding they wanted to do mechanical things but they just couldn't say that out loud because they were afraid of the reaction that they they might get. So after witnessing that, um, I have got in touch with my school's first robotics club's um, team, Ultimate Robotics, and they fully supported me. Um, They were like, you know what, we want to be part of change because we acknowledge this too, so what we can do. And uh, with their support, I brought the Girls Who Code movement to Turkey and we have visited public schools. We had um, guests to our school. We had workshops, hosted events, and even partnered up with different first teams and co-hosted events. Um, it's just a really—it was really inspirational, to be honest.
0: Yeah, that sounds so amazing. The way you took initiative and did all of it—you know, a lot of us are like, Thank we you. want to do all this, but you—you've you've done it for real. Thank you. So that can't have been easy. So I'm sure there were many challenges along the way. Can you think of maybe the biggest one and how you overcame it?
1: Oh, there were so many challenges. Honestly, um, people usually, they look at me and they just assume that I have, you know, perfect life. I am perfect. My work is perfect, which is so not true. It is like super not accurate at all it's it's nonsense um for example just to give like a personal um example i have anxiety which is like mental health is not being talked at all and it has always been such a struggle to me because you know school work workshops conferences etc it can be so hard on me sometimes and it's just a a struggle that most of us face every day but we never talk about it so it was like a personal challenge for me but on like a global level per se i think there is um a stereotype when it comes to young activists um we are like most of the time we are treated as, you know, just PR faces. Um, it, is, it can be really frustrating when we're in a meeting, we're either being talked at or talked to, we're never like allowed to talk, talk with our colleagues because of our age, but our age does not define our success, what we are capable of and our knowledge like just to give one example i don't know how many times i have heard this but whenever people ask my age i'm like 17 and their whole attitude changed in a second they're like oh sweetie good for you no like we were doing business here i am the same person that i was five seconds ago and you didn't know my what my age was it is really frustrating
0: yeah yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Um, I started when I was 16, and I've turned 18 this month. And just in that little span of time, I'm getting so much more done when I say I'm 18 years old instead of I'm 17 years old. It's really, really clear overall, and it's frustrating. Um, yes. But I'm glad that you've been able to to, to address it.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that this is not only my issue like as I said all the young activists are facing the same issue and here's my method here's what I do whenever someone tries to attack me with my age I say is that the only thing you have like that's sad if you have an argument like bring it on I, I would be more than happy to debate on it I would be happily you know like discuss share perspectives share our opinions exchange ideas yes like that's what i do and i would really enjoy that but if you don't have an argument if my age is the only thing that you have in your hand like is if my age is the only thing that you have
0: that's just pathetic. Definitely. <laughs> I think I'm going to take that advice going forward too, actually. So thank you. Go for it. <laughs> for me, in when those situations where my age got in the way or my gender got in the way or something like that, I, I wanted to just ignore it, but it always dealt some kind of blow to my confidence. Has that ever happened to you? And how do you get over it and keep going?
1: Yeah, of course it has happened to me. And honestly, um, it's really strange. I get, like, I get criticized every day. I get hate comments every day. It's, like, just, you know, a part of my daily life now. And it came to a point where I genuinely don't care. Because here's my, like, little advice. So, if you have a better idea than me which is totally fine like as activists we encourage you to think over those issues we encourage you to find better solutions this is not like some kind of a race we, it's not like it's a competition um but if you don't really know the work i'm doing if you don't really if you couldn't really fully understand my mission if you don't have a better solution then why bother taking your time and effort into that negative energy i really don't understand that to be honest i mean if you have a better solution then bring it on like as activists this is our mission we encourage everyone to take action we we try to encourage everyone to advocate for their passions but if you're just there to criticize someone or their work because just because you know i don't know i don't even know the because just to criticize that person basically that's just sad
0: yeah so you're definitely able to To get your perspective back and and really think about like what preconceived notion do you have about me that's making you doubt what i'm saying before you even think about it yeah yeah
1: exactly and i feel like i feel sorry for those people like once i remember like receiving this much of a like a hate comment on my instagram dms like i felt sorry for that person because it is really like, you know, you can see that they are struggling with something in their own lives because no one in their right minds would just put their time and effort into hating someone that they have never even met, you know, Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) it's weird. Yeah, and there's the idea that of competition between activists, like, you're not, I've done more than you, so I'm a better activist than you and things like that, that have also, I felt, gotten in the way of like what I wanna get done. And it's, you know, it should just all be about this. We're working toward the same cause. So exactly about us as individuals?
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, it's a pretty universal struggle that a lot of, especially young activists go through. Yes, but like, i get
1: comments and assumptions about yeah she's doing this to good to look good she's doing this for resume for college applications but uh, to be honest it wouldn't worth it trust me i know like i had a 26 hours long meeting the other day it wouldn't worth it if i truly didn't care about believed in the work i'm doing and believe in the cause I truly, like, I'm being completely 100% honest, I wouldn't be able to put up with all of these things, you know?
0: I wouldn't be able
1: to really pursue the work I'm doing, because it wouldn't
0: worth it. Yeah, not at all. I've gotten the same sort of whispered comments behind my back, and things like that. Yeah. Would I be spending, like, every you know, hour between two classes interviewing people for my podcast and things like that if I didn't care about it. Yeah, exactly. I'm still wrapping my head around how much you've accomplished, accomplished so far. Um, Thank you. Amazing. It's amazing. I'm just, I'm Thank so, you so much. Um, what advice do you think you have for girls who want to have an impact like you have so far and are either they don't know how to get started or they're worried they won't have an impact what would you say to them
1: um i think if you can inspire only one person even that is enough because maybe that person is the one who will be the change you know who will be that person who changed at all so i don't really care about you know Followers, like that would be my advice. I like, don't care about followers or likes on your posts. And I think social media is very um, an interesting concept because that's what I have told to one of my best activist friends. Um, so let's say you have 500 followers. 500 followers, people just, you know, would laugh at you. Oh, 500, like it's a casual thing. But Think about a conference room, 500 people are in that conference room. You just don't really understand the system, you know, your audience when you can't visually see them. But you have an impact. You are, 500 people are here listening to you they are, they care about you and what you're advocating for. So I think like that is really important. And also for like how to get started, I would say go for it. I know it can be so frustrating. Sometimes it can be really, you know, hard. It can be really just difficult because, you know, you know, you don't know what's going to happen next, but Let's say that you're like really under stress if you should send that email or not, if you should make that phone call or not. You have three options, like literally three options. They could never respond, which is like fine. They can reject you, which is fine. They still know about you, like know the work you're doing. So that's an impact for sure. And then they could respond in the most positive way. And maybe that That email, that phone call is the one that will change your whole life. But you will never know because you didn't send that email or make that phone call. So yeah, like definitely go for it. And do not try to fit into a box. I think with social media, this is a huge issue for us. That do not try to fit into a box because why would you want to be someone else's replica and instead you could be your own authentic self? Just be you and
0: do you because it's worth it. I love that. So you mentioned social media. What are your thoughts on using social media as a tool for for activism? I've heard like a lot of positive and negative things and experienced a lot of positive and negative things in using social media. I use Instagram mainly, to kind of advertise get the word out about what i'm doing but if there's definitely been a rise in social media activism so what do you kind of think about it i think social media
1: activism is important and valid but it's not enough for example blm people were just posting things about BLM, which is amazing. Like I love that. Like you should support it. That's for sure. Like I'm not saying anything against that. But you cannot post a you cannot post something about BLM and then just continue your daily life. If you post something on social media, you have to actually mean it mean it. I think, for example, with black and white challenge it was about the femicides that were happening in turkey it was about the Istanbul convention but at, at, it came to a point where people just it has lost its meaning people just you know started posting black and white pictures of themselves didn't really knew why it was for the vogue challenge it was for the black models it was about showing how racist the industry is, but it has lost its meaning. So there are definitely like some problems with social media, but I think social media activism is definitely valid, but just not enough. And for my personal Instagram, I'm trying to um, just share my work with my audience. So maybe they're like, so maybe they can look up to an organization that i'm like advertising just send that email to one of the organizations that i'm working with or just reach me out from dms there are so many young girls from all around the world who send me a dm like every day about getting involved and how to be an activist etc like it's the most beautiful feeling in the world i'm honestly like i'm completely honest and I'm just mainly using it to spread a more positive message and also kind of share my work and share some advices, ideas about how people can
0: get involved. Yeah, I think you, you you kind of hit the nail on the head exactly like what my thoughts are as well. I think social media is a great way to start spreading awareness for something. It can definitely get modeled the way that the black and white challenge and the vogue challenge lost their meaning because people weren't doing the research after seeing social media and it's also become recently really it seems like people feel they need to use social media to prove that they're a good person yes and then they do absolutely nothing else and that's exactly. what the lies for me. I think, like, what I try to do with my social media is, like what you said, spread awareness of the work I'm doing, but it doesn't end there, you know? And I think that's the biggest issue with slacktivism, as people are calling it, or social media, like, activism, but only social media activism.
1: Exactly. Exactly my thoughts. Um, you know, it, it's a very interesting concept, but if i like something on social media if i repost it if i share something on my feed i have to truly believe in that cause i have to truly believe in the reason you know uh, even let's say something is trend topic on twitter and everyone's talking about it if i don't believe in the cause i don't see the point of retweeting it liking it it's you know I think it came to a point where people are just doing this thanks to be more popular on social media per se, but
0: that's not what matters, no. Yeah, and it comes back to the idea that we're presenting the best version of ourselves on social media and that just kind of plays into the, I'm an anti-racist for posting a topic or "I, I want people to register to vote and so I share something but then I don't actually have any conversations with people outside of social media about it because I think it's definitely a good reminder like to people to say register to vote on your social media that can't hurt but I don't think it's enough so
1: yeah exactly you cannot just post and move on which is a thing people don't really understand and
0: underestimate I think Yeah, that's that's definitely where the social media problem lies. I'm just wondering if you have any sort of last words of advice or last words of get involved with what I'm doing, anything like that to share with the audience. I would probably recommend um, do your research.
1: um, Find the best organization that fits you like um, it is something that I deal a lot. It's not about yeah she's doing this thing she's working with this organization so I should do it too. But no, maybe the organization I'm working with does not represent your ideology, your opinions. So do your research. I hate the word. Oh, am I the only one? No, you're not. There are eight billion people, human, all around the world. So you're not the only one. There are for for sure people who share the same perspective same opinions same truths so do your research because you will find people organizations initiatives just places that can represent you will represent you if you take action if you really you know take action towards
0: it wonderful that was an amazing conversation. I really enjoyed talking to you. Um, so thank, thank you. you for reaching out and for being willing to be on this podcast. I can't wait for the episode to come out. Yeah, thank you. I love the work you're doing, and I can't wait to thank see. Thank you it. so much. With that, we'll wrap up this episode. Huge thank you to Sillan for being here. And remember to follow at Leadership Conference on Instagram and get involved with our mission. Have an amazing week, and we'll see you next Sunday here on the Leadership Podcast. Wear your mask, social distance, and stay safe until we see you next.